0: down on that and then I'll actually officially press the pause button there we go I don't normally get to do the music it's a new day usually Brent's got that on a roll which um, might be noticeable that there's only two of us here today no Brent Brett has uh, double booked himself for something this morning so uh, it's just me solo song Brett Brent I should say which is sort of payback because Brent had all of July to himself when I was off on vacation time so yeah yeah don't make Megan laugh when she's drinking coffee she's doing her best to keep it together here she's uh anyway um our guest today is the inimitable megan torrance uh, of torrance learning and we've uh, we brought her in today because she and her torrance learning group they do a really cool thing called the xapi cohort which is a, a really cool way to learn more and start practicing and using Um, XAPI in your projects Um, and that's the the core of what we're going to talk about here today But maybe to get us started, Megan, I'll just give you a chance to introduce yourself Tell us a little bit about your your background and that kind of thing and uh, and and where you're coming from
1: Sure thing. Uh, So I'm Megan Torrance uh, and I'm the founder and CEO at Torrance Learning and we are primarily a custom learning design and development uh, firm based in Michigan and um, it's interesting that you ask how I got into this. So I, I used to be a consultant doing large scale shared service center implementations. And the last one of those was a learning management system. And so I then started working for the LMS company, uh, doing training and teaching them you know, how to handle what the, what they just bought. And then they said, uh, some of those clients said, well, can you build the stuff that goes in my learning management system?" So I'm like, well, sure. <laughs> um, which is actually what my training was, right? um and so it uh it, it was interesting i spent a lot of time building e-learning and um now it's with, with xapi it's kind of come back full circle to spending a lot more time integrating with learning ecosystems so it's kind of fun to put those two pieces together and um yeah and that's how i get to xapi
0: yeah and very cool um and i'll i'll, uh, I'll do a little bragging for you that um, I think on at least two occasions, you've won um, best of show at DemoFest or very high up awards at DemoFest involving projects with XAPI. Um, well, yes. and, and putting the you know XAPI into practice, doing some really, really neat things, not just with, um, I think the last one was actually physical space related um, rather than sort of e-learning and LMS kind of, right?
1: Yes, yes. In fact, um, the, the Hands-On Museum project um, with XAPI is is specifically non LMS um, kids walking up to iPads and, and interacting with things next to a physical exhibit. So, um, yeah, it's super it's super cool. And um, you know, our team wanted to we had we had actually built out the the hands on museum project and um, wanted to continue doing more with XAPI and joined um, the the ADL, the Advanced Distributed Learning Group out of the federal government that, um, you know, sponsors both SCORM and and XAPI was having design cohorts for XAPI to really help further the specification and help people, um, basically the more people that were using it and poking at it, the more likely we would find um, how better to make it work. And we did a project um, with a cohort in the spring of 2015 um, with ADL's cohort. And then um, when ADL stopped doing that, we picked it up because it was so much fun. (laughs) We figured it (laughs) It needed to continue.
0: Yeah, it's, um, XAPI is such a vast thing. um, And Mm -hmm. um, there's really only a small, I think anyway, my sense of of, of our world is there's only a small group of people in the e-learning space that come from sort of a programming or a more technical you know background the vast majority of us have come from that training world and so xapi can be i think it's very it is very technical at times and uh, i mean the core of it's easy once you grasp onto it but there's lots of wrinkles and lots of small things and there's so much potential though it's like it could just be it can do so many cool things too um, so there's really need, there's a definite need for people to be able to you know figure out how to do this better um, and and do more and even just start to to learn to uh, to do it. I um, let mean, let's talk a little bit about um, you know how the thing is structured. So so 2015 was that that was the first time that you guys did your own or or was that it was, after that one?
1: So spring of 2015, we participated in the cohort. So we had a team. Um, it was about three or four. There were four of us from our team. Um, Rob Houck from LearnShare, a few people from Florida. You know, it's, the cool thing is that, you know, you're just grabbing people from all over, people you didn't know before, and, and forming a team and working virtual on a project um, and uh, trying to hold down a day job at the same time. And so for that cohort project, we built um, a, um, it was an Internet of Things uh, mobile onboarding app uh, that we built, it was a web app. and And the concept for that project was to, um, have progressively difficult and different XAPI sent- statements sent for each step in an onboarding process, and um, we learned a ton. I mean, everything from the hardware. How do you make a luxometer work? Um, and and a, we had an accelerometer, and so you had to throw something as one of your onboarding tasks. And uh, there was a whole there was a story that made sense, and I can tell you the story if you want. <laughs> if you want, it was hilarious. Um, but Uh, You know, if you threw something, a certain velocity, you then um, completed that task and it sent an XAPI statement to the Learning Record Store. And we learned a lot and and we're totally like all in groupies about XAPI um, and the cohort and then ADL's mission changed slightly and they weren't gonna do the community building part of it. And I remember sitting there in Craig Wiggins' office um, he was at the ADL at the time and he said we weren't going to do it. And I'm like, but, 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 but somebody has to do this. And so it was one of those weak moments, right? And I'm like, well, I'll do it. I'll keep doing it. And so we ran a closed cohort um, just to, to try it out. It was about 35 people. It was all people we knew as invite only um, that fall um, of 2015. And then we've been running one um, every, I should explain what a cohort is. So yeah. it's a 12 week, okay. Okay. So the, I'll go back up the XAPI cohort. I probably need more coffee or something. I'm not thinking straight. Oh, lines. The XAPI cohort is a 12 week, um, virtual learning opportunity. Um, people from all we've got people from four different continents, uh, signed up over 660 people signed up right now. Last I checked, um, somebody out on Twitter, somebody on my team will probably tweet out how many we have registered right now. Um, but, um, it's, it's vendor neutral. It's completely free. Um, it's completely voluntary. It's um, it's got a little bit of structure. So there's a weekly web session, um, like a web education session. And so we start with what is XAPI. Uh, we then go to how to send statements. And um, this coming week, Paul Schneider from Domino um, is the guest speaker, along with Peter Gunther on my team, Domino, um, and talking about sending XAPI statements from e-learning. And then next week, um, we've got extending XAPI statements from things that aren't e-learning, uh, which is um, kind of the the other and exciting thing. Right? SCORM is stuck with e-learning. and um, But both uh, Paul and Peter are going to talk about how to get more than SCORM out of e-learning. So lots and lots of really interesting, rich data. And then... Um, Then we go on to collecting data in a learning record store, um, analyzing the data, uh, and then we we wrap up with kind of the state of the specification. At the same time that all that is happening, um, in the um, we we set up a Slack team for the cohort. And so everybody who, everybody who wants to, right? So there's different ways you can access um, the cohort. So one is you can just show up for the weekly web sessions or we tweet them out and, and we, send, we have a weekly email that we send out. Um, the, 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 the teams then happen in Slack. So each team has a channel in Slack and they decide what they're going to do. And, um, and yeah, actually, right? The, the, there's a ton of learning that happens in the Slack channel um, hey, it looks like my Wi-Fi is kind of crummy, or maybe maybe Chris is. Can somebody in the chat let me know if you still see me and hear me? Okay, good. I'm fine. Did we lose Chris?
0: Um, am I gone?
1: Oh we can hear you.
0: Okay, well that's really okay. weird. I can see me. We, okay. okay, well we'll see how it goes. Okay. We'll see um, how it goes.
1: So in the, in the oh, black, in, in the Slack channel, Teams forum, and there's a few things that happen there. Actually, you know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna, I'm gonna screen share and show you the Slack. Cause this is super cool. So what I love about this is it's from an instructional design perspective, right? We're doing, we're not only doing um, XAPI, but the, the instructional design of the cohort itself is super cool and we've learned a lot in how to structure a very large community. Um, so some of the people in Slack never show up to web sessions and vice versa. Uh, so you can really do a lot of things, and you can um, uh, lurk, or, or we call being a peer obs- a peer observer, um, and and really just um, float and watch the team. So from a setup perspective, right, we have a bunch of teams, right. So each one of these, and we prefix the um, the team names, right. So this is Team Elk Stacks and they're using a um business integration and um hey there's uh, a shout out to bob nutting there hi bob um <laughs> and um
0: Bob's i today. saw
1: that so um making yeah. sure that you don't make me laugh so i don't spit my coffee at my uh, my webcam here <laughs> um but the different teams so these guys are working on um bi and data visualization um there's a team Teams with gamification. Um, this team, Team NFC, wants to look at um, using NFC tags and having those in your field communication, have those send XAPI statements. Um, and so there's, there's all sorts of stuff, right? Team Alexa, Team A-Frame, so different teams working on projects. And so over the course of 12 weeks, they will actually make something and Demonstrate it. So the other part of the weekly web sessions are check-ins from each of the team. We wrap up with um, two or three weeks of team demos, and and then actually there's a it's not a uh, there's an add-on there's an called the XAPI party. It's a live one day um, event, and so. We do part of it virtual, so um, you can uh, watch a third of the sessions, and then um, most of it actually happens at our office in Michigan, and it's it's like a free one-day conference um, about XAPI. And so we, we show out, we show cohort projects, and then we also show um, just other people presentations and ideas. So the other, right, so we have these teams, and the teams are, they're doing a thing, right? That's a project, with, and they, they expect to have a, Deliverable at the end, we have a.
0: So how oh, do, how do people uh, tell us a bit more about yeah. the teams? Like they're not all from the same you know group or like these are just people from various places that decided they all like this kind of an idea and they made yeah. a team.
1: Yeah. So what you, what they yeah. do okay, is cool. um each team has a oh where I'm gonna show right um right so that each team is gonna have uh, a. Here we go. Over in the right, here we have the channel details, right? So each team is going to have its its purpose or or what question they're they're looking at um, at answering. And so, um, you know, this is a beacon based project. Um, anything, you, anytime you can uh, work with Brian Duceblon, uh, that's always a a good a good deal, right? Um, and so each team, you know, you can kind of surf around and you can say, oh, this sounds like a good team to join. Um, and and right, so here this right, this guy Matt McDonald crashing your team. Is that how it works? And, right, and and the cool thing is, there are people here. It, here's just the, the, the awesome thing about this, Chris. Right, cohort is this amazing community of people who are helping each other. So there are people who can have never used XAPI, API, don't know what it is. Um, they can spell it, but they know it's interesting and that they know that this is where this is going and they, they, they want to jump in with two feet and learn on the fly, um, which is a super bold move. And I absolutely love it. And then there are people here, right, Brian, um, you and your team, me and my team, there are people from AD who helped create. You've got, create sh- the
0: you've got John, John Sean. Sean Putman. Putman.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sarah Mercier. Uh, You know, all these people who have been around using XAPI since before XAPI was released. So there's Mm -hmm. deep expertise. Um, There are instructional designers and there are developers and there's everybody in between. And so the community is amazing. Somebody asks a question and everybody chimes in in this really amazing um, collaborative spirit of helping out. And, And that's just incredible. And, and what's been really fun. Right. So we have these teams and the teams are doing and making something. We have a bunch of channels, right, where we have people who are discussing a topic. So this is if you need help. And this I was surfing through this one the other day. Um, and Matt Cleaver is in answering people's questions and and other people are answering questions. and and. and you know the if you scan real fast right this 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 channel is where people really geek out <laughs> and then we have a a discussion channel of no coding right people were, we have people who are looking for jobs um we have people who are using the watershed xap or watershed lrs um we have all sorts of things going on and then we have local discussion groups where people are actually Meeting virtually and then coming together. Some of them are actually that the Washington DC group, yeah, you know, the DC Metro, um, now has a monthly gathering where they go and they get together and eat. So it's really cool.
0: It's um, it's kind of overwhelming from my perspective. I, I mean, first off, when you said six hundred and sixty uh, participants, my I mean, I knew what you guys were doing and how you know roughly how you know it was organized, et cetera, but I was thinking this was a you know fifteen or twenty person you know a, a kind of group and i'm I'm like you said six hundred and sixty, and my brain didn't register that. I don't think clearly initially I mean there's a couple of so so some of the things that I really like about and you've described them, but the you know you can get into this and just sort of be an observer if that's you know your comfort level or your your need level or you can roll up your sleeves. Um, and suddenly, you could be just working. You could be working with some like extremely, uh, extremely knowledgeable X API people without ever realizing. Um, and you can just imagine the things that will rub off, um, you know, for you in that. Um, Jack Hutchinson in the in the um, chat has mentioned she she mentioned I I lurked for two co- two cohorts. So um, it's not even it's a thing that you don't even have to you don't. You know, you can keep doing it and um, and keep adding more and more to your to your knowledge level too. So uh, it's just a uh, uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, we I I love the fact that you know there's people and um, who who are exploring the boundaries of things, right? So somebody the other day said, "Hey, I'm looking for a, a Chrome extension that does this." Like, well, what a brilliant idea, right? So um, you know there and there are pe- There's there's other work that's already been done. There's some open source work that's been done. Um, um, with with bookmarklets and and this taking the next step forward, so kind of working on on what other people have done. There have been some um, some cohort projects that have um, you know looked at. It was a really interesting project, and they they actually um, published the results in in Learning Solutions Magazine, which I thought was excellent. And they looked at how four major authoring platforms sent XAPI statements. So they built the same course, same e-learning course. They built it in um, Domino Flow, in Storyline, and Captivate, and um, Lectora. And then looked at the data that went out of that. And that's building on work that Sean Putman did a few years earlier with prior versions of all that software. And so it was really, you know, it's neat to see all this happen. And the connections and the the growth has been crazy, right? So our first closed cohort was like thirty five people. Um, we hovered around a hundred for the next three cohorts, and at a hundred, right? Just from a all right. So the, the instructional design and how you run something like this perspective um, at at a hundred, certainly at thirty five even at hundred, we could help people. So people would say, you know, pick teams and we could coach and and we were in there um, and more actively participating. Um, And then last cohort in the spring um, ended up, they finished with over, we finished with over 750. And um, so it (laughs) broke our Adobe Connect license, we maxed out our Slack channel. and uh and and so it it just went crazy um and i think melissa millaway and and a lot of the work and, and just social media savvy that she is was, was a big part of that too um and she did a great project uh, and the at that size the community is big enough to help itself and so we stopped trying to like tell people what, you know, what project would be good for them or suggest a project. And instead it's like, here's a bunch of projects. If you want to start one, go for it. If you want to join one, go for it. And and at that size, um, yeah. I mean, really the, the the all of us are smarter and, um, and, and it takes on a life of its own and a certain amount of management. So um, our team, so this is not the torrents learning cohort or anything like that it's an xapi cohort we try really really hard to honor what adl started in terms of a vendor neutral space and um but that said right it it takes a lot of effort on my team to to do this so um allison Hass has been the cohort host for um several years now um, and we're passing the reins to, to peter gunther who joined our team this spring and Peter probably spends upwards of 20 hours a week um, helping to, you know, certainly at setup, um, it'll it'll ease off a little bit, but making sure teams get their updates, um, keeping those, the that list of Slack channels very neat and tidy, um, helping to nudge people who might be a little harsh or selling or um, kind of the the social yeah. social gardening, <laughs> and so that. That's a big yeah. a big piece of it, and then just hosting the weekly sessions.
0: Yeah. Um, so before we forget, um, I mean, we're not nearly out of time yet, but it just dawns on me that we've, you know, I think if uh, if folks are interested, let's tell them quickly before we forget how they can even oh, right. get in. Um, it starts this week. It right? started
1: last week. The good news is okay. that you can. Um, the good news is that you can sign up anytime. And when you sign up, you join, you effectively sign up for a newsletter, and uh, not our newsletter, but the cohort newsletter. And um, you will get a list of all the recordings of the sessions that you've missed, and we'll invite you to the Slack. So we don't invite you to the Slack immediately because that's a manual process. We don't have Mailchimp connected to Slack yet, um, but um, we we, we it's like within one business day, so. Okay. okay. But I am putting in here, I'm typing so- with one hand because um, I'm holding coffee with the other hand. I am <laughs> putting in XCPI, oops, I can't spell. Cohort, you're drinking your coffee. There you go. Um, yep. And then we also have, um, if you don't, if, if you're like too cool for email, um, <laughs> uh, we we do need we 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 actually do need you need an email address to sign up sign up for Slack. But um, um, if you want to if, if signing up is too much commitment, um, you can follow the XAPI GNOME on Twitter, and then that account um, is the 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 host the host account for for the cohort, and we'll post the recordings of sessions there, and and then you can find stuff there. So, and
0: then, very cool. Go ahead. I was just going to say, well, so out loud, because not everybody will end up seeing the chat, depending on if they come to see the recording, say, on the YouTube. So it's wwwtorrancelearningcom slash xapi dash cohort. Yes. Uh, that's the actual sign up page. And in Twitter, the xapi gnome is xapi gnome, as in, you know, the, the traveling gnome kind of fellow. Um, just in case you're spelling that, although I'm sure if you can, um, I, I'm sure that, sorry, I'm having a little distraction. I'm sure that uh, even just going into Twitter and uh, typing in XAPI will probably pull up the gnome as one of the search hits. Um, and probably not hard to find XAPI cohort either in a Google type search. Either, right, so. right.
1: And we, um, a lot of people use um, the hashtag XAPI cohort with no punctuation in there. And so okay. that's, um, that's also how stuff is, uh, it, it gets socialized, and then the XAPI Very party cool. Cool. Um, is December fourteenth, and so there's a virtual, okay. virtual version of that. And if you go out to uh, torontonie slash xapi hyphen party, then you can sign up there. Um, I think you can probably also search for that in Eventbrite, so um, so you can okay. so you can get to that. And and when you get to Eventbrite, you can sign up to show up live which is fun and then to show up uh virtually and what we're gonna do um we're just now we're we're building out of um a two-day hands-on xapi geek free so here's the thing in order for xapi to get mass adoption it i i love my geeks but it's got to be geek free right Mm -hmm. so you need a tool right so domino does it really nicely some of the other packages do it less nicely but they do it um or you could do javascript right um, and 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 Survey Gizmo sends XAPI statements. So um, I, I, I love my custom software. I love all that stuff. But um, really, to, to get mass adoption, it's, it needs to be geek free. Um, so we're doing a hands-on geek-free XAPI two-day workshop uh, in Boston in November, the 14th and 15th. Um, and I don't have the registration for that up yet. Um, but we're doing the one-day version of that, December 13th. So, if you wanted to come to Michigan, you could do both. So, and December is a lovely time if you were to come to Michigan. <laughs> <It's>
0: beautiful. <laughs> it depends on it depends on lovely, eh, and how you define. You know, that.
1: gray and slushy. Yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's a beautiful time here in eastern Ontario yes. as well. It's that yeah, gray and everything's gray. <laughs> You long for January or February when the sun starts to come back. Yeah, yep, that's the northern lifestyle. Um, so, just a, like maybe a couple of clarifications. You could do the X API party without being part of the yes. cohort, and vice Is that correct? versa. Yes. Okay. So, and vice versa, or you could be part of both. Yeah. What the heck? Throw throw your hat in all the rings. Um, plus, you've got the the event in in Boston in November, um, which also. Sounds, and it, you know, just to circle back to your your comment about needing, the, you know, XAPI needing to be to geek free. That's I think what was on my mind when we started talking about. You know, there really are only a limited number of people who come from either a, a programming background or who have acquired, you know, programming technical type skills, and that really is, um, from my perspective, and I think from from Domino's perspective probably the biggest challenge with XAPI. I mean, SCORM, you've finished something, you push the button and SCORM happens, you know, for you and the things that LMSs do with SCORM information is pretty standardized. Um, and you know, you get the generic, uh, not generic, but there are standard things that you can pull out of, uh, you know, an LMS, how, you know, test scores, completion rates, all of those sorts of things. Um, but XAPI can be, um, It can be anything you know and that's kind of the that's both the cool and the uh the challenge is trying to figure out first of all how you know all the ways that you can use it to do things um beyond just replacing Mm -hmm. a scorm you know set of data uh into you know evaluating all kinds of tracking and, and you know thinking about the the ways that data can help you do something better even so uh, but again it tends to be something fairly technical and it's really important to lower that that barrier if and, and I think um, it strikes me that the cohort even as a lurker is a great way to start sort of easing yourself past that barrier if you've got a curiosity but don't know where to start it's probably a good place to um, you know to start hanging out uh, once you've read a handful of sort of initial xAPI gosh even the xAPI Information that's out there tends to be fairly technical and and somewhat you know from a a, a geekier kind of side of, of things too. So
1: yeah, and you know I'll be honest, I have no idea how to code. I, mean, I don't know where all the colons and brackets go, um, and 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 so that's where. And I've got a number of articles in and uh, Learning Solutions Magazine that are really all about yeah. like yeah. what you can do without needing to 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 program. And, um, and, and, you know, that said, if you can program, you can do a lot of stuff, right? A lot of really, really cool stuff, right? Or, or find a programmer, right? You don't have to do it yourself. Um, and actually, it was somebody... I, I was in a debate uh, a few years ago with Mark Lassoff um, from TV, And, you know, is this thing about, you know, do instructional designers need to know code? And he said, well, absolutely. If you, you know, if, if, if you, unless you wanna be stuck inside you know, the bounds of authoring platforms, you need to be able to code. You need to be able to get out and it's a useful thing. Um, and so I can see his perspective and my perspective. Um, I had just come off having a conversation with uh, one of my good friends. And I said, you know, this is here. You know, I'm gonna learn JavaScript and I'm gonna do it. And he said, that is the dumbest thing you could possibly do, Megan. Because in a year, you will still be a crappy JavaScript developer, and you will not have spent the time doing what you do, which is instructional design, right? And so, if you, if instructional designers learn just enough to be able to talk to developers um, in the times when they don't use geeky tools, then it makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, it's it, um, it, gosh, like you said, you could spend oodles and bedoodles of time trying to become a programmer, but um, we've all got real things that we have to get done too so lowering that barrier and just even expanding you know your sense of it i I mean very often well a couple of a couple of thoughts we'll talk to people and, and you'll ask about xapi and they'll go well i've heard of it so there's that uh you know the the sort of lack of knowledge uh you know generally in a lot of cases um and then the uh just even understanding that it's not simply doing the same thing that scorm does that to me is the um, that seems to be the conversation that we end up having a lot about. It is that no, 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 it's not just about test scores and completions or or those things that we require for formal learning. It's uh, what else you know? What else you could even dream up of doing? Well, XAPI can help you with that. So that's really cool. Yeah,
1: and it, you know, from from within an e-learning course, it's every every click, every flip over a card, every carousel panel, right? Mm. Um, But then it's also outside of e-learning. It's what am I doing instructor-led? What am I doing um, in a a tour? What am I doing um, in a practice activity or coaching observation kind of thing? And then it's on the job, right? Which is, you know, if I can tap into, I call them the systems of work, right? Where's my work recorded in the CRM and the ERP and the manufacturing system, those kinds of things. If I can be gathering data about how i do the job i then know whether or not the training worked and i know what training i need to do so it's it's amazing. yeah, get, <laughs> it,
0: going beyond attendance or completion to actually measurable results yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so many other things i mean you, you know wiring it into um you know a help tool or a knowledge base and even just understanding what paths people take through different articles etc gives you a sense of maybe the problems that people are having and maybe there's something there that you need to uh, look at and address and, and or solve in a you know in a better or a different way. If thirty percent of the people are coming and searching for the same term, maybe something needs to be done to, to reduce that need, or maybe it's just a term that they use once every nine months or, or a thing that they use only once in a while and they're fine with you know saving it in in the in memory of a search rather than in an active learning mem or active um, you know long term memory. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, so we're we're rounding out towards the end of our official half hour. Um, let's make sure we get uh, give people info for connecting with you personally. We've talked about getting connected with the XAPI cohort, but if they're interested in either, uh, you know, connecting with you or with with Torrance Learning uh, team at large, tell us a little bit about how they can find you yes. guys.
1: So you can uh, find us at torrancelearning.com, uh, which is great. Um, or um, I'm on Twitter at mm. Torrance, so M like Megan, M like Megan, Torrance, um, and email, so mtorrance at Um, So when you uh, name the company after yourself, everything starts to sound the same. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's it's branding it's consistency, very, it makes it simple for the end user, right? Consistent. So very cool. Um, I think. Um, I, not to put him on the spot because he's not here, but I do think Brent, uh, my normal my normal colleague in this particular cohort that we've got going on here, um was actually going to probably spend time uh, in the cohorts this fall um, as one of his own personal kind of projects. So I'm looking forward to having him uh, feed me things uh, surreptitiously or or, or uh, uh, what's the word uh, by proxy? That's go. what I'm thinking of. so. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jonathan Rock is typing in the chat that uh, that he he's seen Brent in the Slack channel already. So, I always knew Brent was Slack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. All righty, Megan. Thanks so much for your time today. This is a really cool thing that you guys do, um, and I will re-emphasize that it's not something that you guys are doing for for money. It's strictly purely for for love and literally literally, love and uh, and for improving the world. Thanks for joining us this morning. I hope the rest of your coffee is great. And have a have a great rest of your day. Thanks guys for joining us today. Let's play the music and
1: oh.
0: <laughs> Thanks everybody. Have a great rest of your day, gang.